Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another Bold episode. We bring the heat. You know how yeah. it is. We bring the heat. This week we talked about the Trump indictment. He was indicted. Cool. Oh, okay. Moving on. Anyway. Whatever. Uh, the Southern Baptist Church, in a, a desperate move to alienate the public even further, has banned and a desperate women. Move to become more hated. Yes, yeah, they have uh, banned women from being pastors just because they really believe in hating women. Also, yeah. Ukraine. Counteroffensive going on right Ukraine, now. The, yeah, whatever. Daniel Penny got indicted. Uh, good, fuck him. He he did a uh, very horrible thing. We watched. Uh, not great. Uh, um, yeah, no, he's not good guy. Uh, we watched the movie Galaxy Quest, yeah. the best Star Trek movie. Uh, yeah, voted like, by Star Trek fans as the best Star Trek movie. Like so. I will say, it's the Austin Powers of Star Trek movies. Yeah, watch it if you haven't watched it yet. It's on. I think it's on Paramount Plus along with all the other Star Trek movies. Indeed, indeed. Or slipping into my character that loves piracy. Fucking steal it. Uh, slipping out of that character piracy is very wrong and you should be put to death if you do it and Uh, i have the script here that shows him going in and out of characters yeah no we can we can pull up the cell text file if you want right right anyway uh there are timestamps in the description below if you want to you know skip around if you want to skip a certain part or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part use it if you want or don't whatever anyway follow me on social media don't follow gavin anywhere don't follow me except don't follow me anywhere don't follow (laughs) follow him home but nowhere else Okay, you can follow him to work, but that's it. I'm cutting. No. I'm drawing the I mean, line actually, there. I think, think my boss would actually appreciate follow, that. He would. She would. Yeah, I'm pretty she sure she would. So, oh fuck. Yes, yeah. I'm a misogynist. Yeah, you're fucking. I'm part of the why? problem. Don't think women can't can't make businesses. You're fucking sexist. Well, that's I. Well, I say he because I assume you work for Willy Wonka. What a, what a, like, also, what a funny name for a man to have. Hey, sup, Willy Wonka? Dude, you gotta have faith in your child's future if you name them something alliterative. <laughs> like, that person better be, like, a star reporter or the master chocolatier right. or a superhero. Fuck it. Fuck it, make him president. I want Willy Wonka. Anyway, um, let's jump into I, it. Uh, yeah. So you were gracious enough to type up News Minute this week. So yes. what do we got? What's going on? What's, what, what is happening in the world? I've been in a coma for the past uh, week, and it's actually been a week this time. Yeah, a uh, Florida man has been indicted uh, on counts of having um, uh, classified documents. Classic um, Florida man. Classic Florida man. Um, Florida man, I second. call him. Florida man. Yep. Like those Klingons. <laughs> Yeah, that's what a robot so, would call him. Let's just get this out of the out of the way here, because uh, we just, just no way to not talk about this. Trump has been indicted. Yeah. Uh, does it really matter at this point in time? Eh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm leaning not, towards. I'm leaning towards no. It doesn't really matter at this point in time. Uh, the funny thing is too, what they're indicting him on doesn't keep him from running for president or holding public office. Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah. No, that that is a good point. I think. The accidental strategy that Trump has employed is like if, if if it is how I am perceiving it, it seems to be a genius strategy because, you know, the whole like getting Al Capone for tax evasion thing. Right. You yeah. know, like, oh, yeah, we know that this guy is doing countless crimes day to day, but we can yeah. get him on like a clerical error on his W-2 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, right. 
I feel like Donald Trump has so many like quote unquote tax evasions, so many like small things that you could get him for to bring down his empire that like it's hard to focus on just one. Well, here's the thing, though. It's 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 so many little things that's like this man clearly does not care about breaking the law. Yeah, he clearly does not give a shit. But also, if you were to arrest or indict or or send him to court over one of those small things, it's so easy for him to be like, but other people do that. Right. Well, right? that's not how the legal system works. Right. Um, it's not like fucking kindergarten where you can just be like, so yeah, but Tommy also pushed Billy. So everyone should be allowed to do it. So why do I say this doesn't matter? Uh, because I don't think the idea of a civilian who used to be president being indicted on something that they did illegal is something that's like a huge deal. Uh, I mean, I do think it's a big deal. I think he should be, uh, held to the full extent of the law. Like any other person. I think he should get the death Uh, penalty. But I, I, beyond being a factual novelty, uh, having a former president be indicted is just like, all right. Yeah. Well, like you said, next? This, this isn't the kind of thing that'll prevent him from running for office, is it? Um, I've heard like, if, if, even if he did go accounts, to jail, if he got put away, he could still like, run for president. Could, yeah, he could run from jail. Right. And then the scary thing is, what if he is in jail and then he wins? And then he just fucking pardons himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't see a situation where he doesn't get pardoned because like the if if he doesn't win the Republican nomination, uh, it's probably going to go probably will. Right. Well, if even if he doesn't, it's probably going to go to Meatball Ron. And he's definitely he's like he is running meatball uh, putting of, hands Ron. Well, yeah, meatball putting hands Ron. One of the things, one of like the core, um, like tenets of of his campaign is he's uh is he loves Trump. He's Trump's opponent, but he loves Trump, and he's gonna pardon Trump for the crimes that he definitely did not commit. Yeah, if you watch um some of uh some of uh, uh Ron DeSantis's uh practice debates with actual sex criminal uh matt gates what the fuck did you just put in your mouth oh it's uh it's a little it's like a uh daily's uh spiked uh blue oh geez i thought i was like i've never seen something that blue oh yeah no it is (laughs) it it is very blue yeah it looks like a cartoon um anyway yeah, if if you watch those debates uh with Ron DeSantis and actual sex trafficker uh fucking Matt Gates, um uh, Ron DeSantis is just like, how do I support him and also critique him without pissing off his base? Yeah, that's that's the tough spot that he's in cuz he has to be like the more rational, more, you know, quote unquote sane version of Trump. Like, know, like Trump, but he I'm knows gonna, what he's doing. I'm fucking say it. I'm but gonna, but he also it. has to be like, actually, Trump it. is awesome, and there's no one better than him. And also, I want to lick his boots and eat his ass. I, I, I'm going to say it. Say it. Ron DeSantis is a cuck. He's going to say it. He's going to say it, guys. Here it comes. Uh, he's a cuck, dude. Like, literally, no, yeah. if, if, fucking, if, if fucking Trump gets the nomination, right? He's just going to be like, oh, I think it's a great decision. Yeah, even though I completely hate everything about Trump. Yeah, it's a great decision. Love Trump. Love Trump. Yeah, he kind of Ted Cruz himself. 
Because if you remember yeah. back to the the last, not I, I think it was the 2016 election, uh, like before, like Trump was taken seriously, Ted Cruz was like, "Hey, fuck this guy," you know, whatever, and and Trump right. was like, "Yeah, well, your wife's ugly." Uh, he like called her like a, I don't, I think I want to say he called her horse faced, or that might be someone else, but he he called Ted Cruz's wife ugly, and he was like, "I will not stand for this, sir," and then. Uh, cut to the general election he's phone banking for donald and, and trump actually that response that you guys you we've just heard of uh alex that uh, wasn't an impression that was uh that, that was that was a recording that was actually yeah that was a, a that news was actually report. ted cruz yeah, yeah. Being, i real time edited that in um so the another thing that's kind of also stupid and also doesn't matter uh many of the republican nominees nomination hopefuls uh, specifically the Candidates, ones that I aren't, po- yeah. Specifically, the ones who aren't polling well are saying are promising to pardon Trump if he's. That's so funny, dude. He has such a stranglehold on on the Republican Party. They're so fucking even, scared, dude. Even the ones that hate him, like, do not dare oppose him. Right. That is yeah. incredible. Um, if he wasn't evil, if he wasn't the most evil guy out of a group of evil people, I would be like really impressed. I'd be like fucking awesome. I just, I just, I just fucking this guy. Yeah. But what? He is such a great gladiator. It's like what I was saying uh, during one of our, our private talks. Um I was like, he's such a great gladiator, but he's so dangerous when he is actually allowed to hold political power. So I, just, I think I, I think we should let him run for president, but just not file the paperwork. You know, right, just let him right. spin his wheels. Yeah, have him be a writing candidate. Well, like, don't even don't, don't even put him do on the ballot. Don't but. don't write him in or anything. Um, my idea is. Uh, we like send them away for a day trip and then we just air like a mass broadcast. That's like, Hey guys, Hey guys, you're going to hear a lot about Donald Trump running for president. Don't worry. It's not true. We just kind of told him that he's running, but just play along. Oh, and everyone will be happier for it. Also when he was indicted and brought to brought to court, um, for the arraignment, he also raised 2 million fucking dollars. Yeah, dude, he has been fleecing his people. What the fuck? There's there's something to admire about just the stranglehold that he has on such a like a large percentage of the population. I'm, you know, I hate to say it, Alex, but in this case literally I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Um and anyway. I got to push the button. First I got to find the, Hold on. Hold on. There it is. <laughs> I have too many of these. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah, that's how Gavin that's the feels. feeling. Uh, no, it's actually okay, a recording so of Gavin. A, there was also a guy who got arrested when Trump was on his way to uh, to to the arraignment for his crimes that he definitely committed. Um, and the, the, this dude was trying to like to be like lock him up and everything, and it ran up to the limousine. Uh, hey, liberals, yeah, keep your fucking wits about you and don't just run up to the fucking motorcade of a former president. That's a yeah. really great way to not only make everyone who thinks that Trump should be arrested look silly, but it's also a great way to get fucking killed. So, yeah. So wait, what did this person do? They like ran up dude, to the, to so the this car. Dude, well, did an interview first with like uh, some news people 
and he was talking about how Trump's a grifter and he's a con artist and yeah, we know this like all all these true things and saying that he should be locked up because he should be locked up. And then when the motorcade was going by, he tried to run in front of the motorcade with his sign. Oh, and the Secret Service had to like push him aside, and then he got arrested. Wait, so what's the goal there? What's this guy trying to do? I don't know, but the, the what pisses me off, like, yeah, be upset about this. What pisses me off is that now that's what people, yeah. I shouldn't say people, that's what people who, a lot of- Propagandists. The opposition will now view anyone who believes that Trump should be uh, locked up and put in prison for his crimes. To them, we now look like him. Yeah, yeah, you're only as sane as your craziest member. So what I'm going to say here, Democrats and liberals and people even who are not Democrats or liberals and just want law and order. Leftists, uh, I call them. Yeah, keep your fucking wits about you, please. And don't do dumb shit like run in front of a former president's motorcade. Yeah. That's stupid. No, that that, that is really fucking stupid. That really feels like uh, like a, like an example of someone just trying to make it about themselves. Yeah, I. It's just listen. Make your voice heard in the poll booth. Just go and vote. Yeah, well, like vote or like protest, like that. Like, like I, protest, I wouldn't even go ahead. Protest. Yeah, I wouldn't even call want. what that guy did a protest. It's just being like obnoxious. Right. Cuz it's cuz it's like what are you protesting? He's being arraigned. Like he's Yeah. He is in the process of going through our justice system. So like yeah. Like I'd understand more if it was a conservative, you know, being like let him out. Yeah. Let him out guys. But it's 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 a liberal or someone on the left or or someone well, presumably, someone that I, doesn't I shouldn't like say it is it's presumably a liberal, but I'm not sure. Well, I we I haven't read this guy. Do we at least know bio. that it's someone that doesn't like Trump? Yeah, yeah. 100%. So it's it's an anti-Trump person running in front of the motorcade while Trump is being arraigned. So like, what are what are right. you doing here other than centering yourself here and also making and so, everyone else that agrees with you look bad? So you know, just keep your wits about you, and uh, if you're gonna do something maybe ask a lawyer yeah. first yeah but yeah like you know yeah vote and protest but don't protest in, in like uh, i don't i don't want to be the guy that's like don't protest that way but I, w- I wouldn't even call this a protest protest in like an actual fucking normal person way right write your congressman yeah right write your congress person uh picket do whatever do uh, here's here's the uh, the actual advice that I'll give. If you're gonna protest, do it in a constructive way or in a way that gets your point across. Right, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that you know that's that's going on. Uh, do I personally care? Yeah, a little, but only to the extent of like I hope that um this process goes on fairly. Yeah. And. Also that, uh, you know, because I, I think it's pretty clear Trump has committed a big, big boy crime. You yeah. just can't do what he did. That's illegal. That's the way, just I'm, fucking illegal. I reminded myself of one of my recommendations that I wanted to plug, I think, last week. Um, but shout out some more news video. Protests don't need to be civil. I'll talk about that I later. Just inherently, I haven't watched the video, but part of the reason I haven't watched the video is because I inherently disagree with its... its um, 
the, the well the, the the title is a little bit deceptive to what the premise is it's more like an exploration and i will talk about this later um it's more an exploration of how like civility is sort of weaponized by like you know powerful people or like you know institutions like the people that are being protested against um sorry my phone rang um like the people that are being protested are the ones that are trying to like set the tone for what a protest is supposed to be and they like move the goalposts for civility so like right you know we we both agree like you know breaking windows or like hurting people isn't civil but the goalposts in front of a president's uh, former president's motorcade right well I, like okay more well, so i feel that's just fucking stupid it's it's but... just stupid and it's and it's <laughs> selfish you're just you're just being a pest um but no so like the goalposts get moved by institutions that would be getting protested against you know right, they, right. they're like well you know you got to be civil you know no property destruction no you know harming people but then they're like oh you got to be civil you can't kneel during the anthem what are you looking at He's looking at his phone He's glancing what's he doing what's yeah, he gonna do dumb work. we don't know stuff. it doesn't matter it's fine it's fine but yeah it, uh, it, it is a good video it's a good one yeah I always like some more news. I just, yeah, I think he's, I think he's good at what he does. Yeah. Um, but also like, yeah, a part of it. And I will talk about this later during recommendations for anyone that skipped ahead. Um, but yeah, much like strikes, protests are meant to be disruptive. And a lot of people forget that. So they complain about a protest or a strike being disruptive when it's like, yeah, that's like the fucking point. And so, I mean, and it also depends on what your definition of civil is. If civil is breaking the uh, breaking an established or past law, um, uh, uh, to some extent, I disagree. For instance, with Florida's uh, laws against transgendered people or cross-dressing people or uh, drag people. Um, drag people. Dr- I don't know the proper. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm also, really transgendered sorry. makes you sound like you're actually Sigmund Freud. Like oh, it makes shit. you sound like you're from the 1800s. Transgender people? Is that like what you I sound mean? like you're going to say oriental next. Or haberdashery. It's, it's just transgender or trans. Okay. Um I would say if you're in Florida and you want to protest by putting on a dress and you're a guy and you just want to walk downtown just to be like fuck you, I'm not hurting anyone. Um by all means. Yeah. Uh be careful. Like, do take care of yourself. But, uh, yeah, I would call that civil disobedience. Yeah. Because you're not hurting anyone. Yeah. Well, from a more historical perspective, uh, abolitionists broke the law. Uh, That was, like, kind of their whole thing. And they weren't really civil about it. But they were doing, like, we now agree, like, an objectively good thing. Uh, just through the whole process, freeing enslaved people is just an objective good. Um, and, you know, there were like, you know, slave patrol people that, yeah, put themselves on the line to defend slavery and fucking got hurt or killed. Uh, but right. do we weep for them at the expense of, you know, saying like, oh, you know, you know, we should really be more civil and, you know, maybe we shouldn't free enslaved people. Maybe we should just, you know, try to, you know, buy their freedom or or try to negotiate like, no, we we recognize that abolitionists did a good thing and you know any bloodshed that you know was you know that happened along the way was justified 
Well, uh, and through a different lens, too, and this is where I think Lincoln was really smart about it. Uh, he was understanding that a war may be possible, civil war may be possible, but that he wasn't going to fucking start it. Yeah. And so when the Confederates came to Fort Sumter and they said, this is our fort, the, the Union said, no, it's not. It's our fort because we trained you there. Yeah. We, we trained you there and it's our fort. So no. And then the South attacked Fort Sumter and then there was a civil war. So if you're talking about like, like, oh, but states rights. Yeah. They, at the time technically could have, oh yeah. Slavery wasn't overturned at the time. So, yeah. um, they still had slaves. They were technically separated and yeah. they decided to attack and try to take Fort Sumter. I think they actually did take it and then they got it taken back. But yeah, well, yeah, that's like the problem with modern, like neoliberal politicians is they don't have that fighting spirit, really. They're just like they're too like business minded where like the like and the modern, kind of- like neoliberal, like Democrat response would be like, oh, you know, we should share the fort. We should reach across the aisle. Whereas Lincoln was like, no, fuck you. And I think we need uh, a bit more. Yeah. No, fuck you on the, you know, the supposedly left side. Right. Um. I would have but to get have that's, a specific that's all example to say, of that, but that's yeah, all to say. Sure. Go watch some more news video that I will Indeed. again talk about later. Um, yeah, but uh, anyway, also, yeah, the Trump indictment, the cool. Trump indictment. Uh, I hope he's held to the full extent of the law. If he's not done anything wrong, fucking kill I him. I hope he. No. Give him the death penalty, just cause. No. No. Um, if he is uh, innocent, in, I in feel fact, like I feel like if we tried to lethally inject him, he would just metabolize it. I I feel like he's had a steady diet of like McDonald's and poison for like half his life. So I I really feel like he has just built up in in immunity, you know, I I think it'd be kind of funny if, um, if hypothetically, because I don't think the death penalty is right for anyone, but hypothetically, if he was given the death penalty and they tried to give him a lethal injection, I think it'd be funny if they then found out he was the antichrist. Yeah, (laughs) no, like I, yeah, I'm, I'm now imagining. No I'm, I'm now imagining. <laughs> have you played Twilight Princess? Uh, anything that says Twilight in it, I'm like, nah. Oh, you're just that scarred. Yeah. Well, in in the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, um, like the Ganondorf in that game, I believe is the same Ganondorf from Ocarina of Time. Uh, so like, there's like a prologue at the beginning where it's like, hey, Ganondorf, you uh, you tried to overthrow, overthrow the fucking king or whatever. Um. So since we now know that you're the demon king trying to like do a coup or whatever, uh, you, you're fucking dead. We're gonna kill you, uh, and it doesn't work. So they have to banish him to the like the shadow realm. That's how I'm imagining the uh, the Trump execution going. Imagine if like you're at the federal fucking courthouse and they're given the sentence and they're like, uh, it is the uh ruling of this court that we banish you to the shadow realm. Uh, for an indeterminate amount of time. See, that's that's the problem with globalization. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> what? Where the fuck did that come from? Hear me out. Excuse me? Did I just have a stroke and miss, like, another sentence there? Hear me out. That's the issue with globalism. The issue with globalization. The is we've like mapped everything 
There's yeah. hardly nowhere to banish someone to. <laughs> like if you send <laughs> someone fuck? like you Antarctica. can't you can't fucking deport Donald Trump to like the woods outside of our borders because like we fucking know the people that live there. There are no Antarctica. woods outside of our borders. Send him to Antarctica. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not. We have researchers there. We have nowhere yeah, to like, banish people to. Yeah, we have like five researchers. There are like five people there. There are maybe like any three places in the world that you could banish someone to. They don't have a McDonald's in Antarctica, well, motherfucker. Like, the whole idea of banishing is it's like, yeah, we're not going to kill you, but like you can't stay here. And with Antarctica. It's exile. Yeah, no, if you if 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 you send someone to Antarctica, uh they're just going <laughs> to fucking die. Especially Donald Trump. He's not meant to survive. You know, it'd be funny if we built it like a fucking a fucking wooden ship again like we we were in like the fucking 1812 or whatever and we put him on that ship and send him to a, a fucking Australia. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's the problem, problem with globalization. Now. We we've <laughs> We have already colonized Australia. It's not like, you know, an un unexplored territory that we can just send someone to and be like, wonder what's going to happen to him. Fuck it. Send him to the moon. No, he's just going to be a homeless guy in Australia. <laughs> he said he has two million dollars now. No, but like we, we seize his two assets. Two more million dollars. There's no way that we're banishing him without seizing his assets. Oh, you mean just like take it everything. And yeah. Fucking take everything. Get the fuck out of here. Take his clothes. <laughs> Give him his tidy whities Send him. T- see, and a that's, pack of cigarettes. That's the problem with globalization. We've already like we we already have military bases on like every island. There's not an island that you can like send someone to with a single musket and be like send him to the trash island. Send him to <laughs> yeah, the garbage <laughs> island. Yeah, fucking send him there. Yeah, make him the trash yeah. man. He can live train- off of garbage for the rest of his <laughs> life. Some, He's already doing dolphins. that. Train some fucking dolphins to be a secret service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just cast away him. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Anyway, Trump got indicted. Uh, is the, he did. Uh, is the point of that segment. Uh, also, the Southern Baptist Church has held a ruling that women cannot be pastors, even though they have been pastors in that congregation for decades. Yeah, I just feel like they're shooting themselves in the foot with that one. Because it's like, yeah. how how do you expect to keep your church going uh, when you don't adapt to the times? And I don't just mean that in like a philosophical way, like they should do it. But it's in their own best interest to not be like weird little freaks like that. And you see, I mean, this is the issue with globalization. Exactly. Exactly. No, explain I explained my thing. I explained my problem with globalization. <laughs> now you got to do yours. I don't, I just would prefer if the world didn't know this. Like not just the United States. Like I think the United States should know this. I just feel embarrassed <laughs> as an American that other yeah. countries are like are like this is knowledge they can have. Yeah, they know that we just have people that are like yeah, I love God, but women can't talk about him because right. reasons. But, yeah. like, yeah, how do they expect people to, like, think that they're normal? Right. Like, this, the Southern Baptist Church, like, I know that they're not the Westboro Baptist Church. No, no. But they still got that, like, flavor to their name, you know? 
Right, right. So you got to do everything you can to like improve your PR. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I think they just hate women, Alex. They do. No, you got to respect how uh, ideologically entrenched in bigotry they are that they refuse to uh, to like Don't let up it. on it for the sake of like attracting new people or at least making their public perception not as, you know, insane. I'm sure it says on paper that like women aren't good or whatever, but no, that is in the uh, Bible. That is actually right. like a a passage in the Bible. Like, yeah, women right, 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 can't right. be in the church or whatever. But um, it's really because they just hate women. Yeah. Also, that could just be a mistranslation. Like all the anti-gay oh, yeah. shit in the Bible, just mistranslations. It turns out. Well, and I love. Okay, I and I I just I saw a clip and it was Dennis Prager and I fucking hate him. The uh, the adult about, incest guy, yeah the the that he yeah anyway he was talking about how uh, the uh, the I should kill. be allowed to rape my wife guy, right? Well, he was talking about the I'll sh- I shall not kill thing in the Bible, and he was talking about how it's mistranslation and that it doesn't mean like it's okay to kill in self defense, not okay to kill out of out of like I don't know whatever, um out of wedlock. Uh, it's something I don't fucking know. Or uh, by that definition, technically war would be illegal. So, or technically war would be a sin. Yeah. Just how saying. do they? How do they square that with the Crusades? Right. I love how though. I just. I really love how he's willing to say that's a mistranslation, but he's not willing to say, oh yeah, all this anti-gay shit is also a mistranslation. Yeah. Yeah. They get really fucking liberal with the shit that they like that makes them look bad, but the stuff that they like, no, that's the immutable word of God. God himself wrote that down on a bit of parchment in yep. English. And it, yep. Yeah. 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 Funny enough, that's that's like the core tenet of Mormonism, and I love that. I love them for that. Really? Oh, Jesus Christ. No pun intended. Yeah. Um uh, yeah. Uh okay. That's kind of long and short of that one. Um Ukraine. Ukraine is in the midst of a uh of their, I think it's their largest counteroffensive. Uh, li- there's limited information because it's kind of a new counteroffensive, and they don't want the Russians to like just know what they're gonna do. Yeah, not gonna um, lie, I completely stopped following the Ukraine war. That's fair. I I, I I took it out of my pull list like a month in. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Ukraine. Ha, ha, it claims that it has taken uh, back like several towns from Russian occupation. They've li- liberated like several several towns. Uh, the unfortunate news, at least for the Ukrainians, is that Russia seems to have learned some tactical lessons from uh, this war and yeah. are actually holding up a a bigger fight than the Ukrainians expected. Uh, this might also, and I'm not sure this has to do with tactics as much as it has to do with Russia being Russia. But they probably booby trapped all of the land that they retreated from. Nice. In hopes, right? Because it's Russia. They do that because they're cowards and don't want to fight their own fucking war. Um, yeah. Uh, and so probably some some holdups there. Um, but this counteroffensive is particularly important because it may be the one that turns the tide in Ukraine's favor. Um, yeah. So do you? What do you? How do you see this ending? Because from, like, the analysis that I've heard, it just seems like our two options are uh, keep this going forever and maybe escalate to World War Three, or eventually we got to do some kind of peace deal. 
and it's better to well, do I mean, it now or now rather than later. I think if World War Three was going to happen over this conflict, it would have already happened. Um, sure. But, but with that said, I'm not ruling out that World War Three won't happen. Right. Well, it's World um, War Three, or this is just a forever war. I mean, maybe, maybe it's going to be like Ireland for like from like forever. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so I see this ending a couple of ways. So one, you could have Ukraine actually take back all of its land, push Russia back to its border, um, and then just be like, "Hey, Russia, stop fighting," because it will be difficult for. Ukraine to fully join NATO if Russia hasn't admitted that they've lost. Yeah. Well, right? does NATO want Ukraine? Not necessarily. <laughs> um, even President Biden was like, I don't want Ukraine to join NATO. I yeah. don't. Um, yeah, it seems as, like a huge um, escalation. But one thing that Ukraine has that no NATO member does have is that they're the only European country that's been invaded by Russia since the founding of NATO. She... So, yeah. Um, so, you know, that could happen. I think uh, if that is to happen, it will be either when Vladimir Putin is dead or when he's deposed. Um, so so do you think Russia wanting Ukraine, because I don't see them backing down. Do you think that's more of a Russia thing or more of a Putin thing specifically? Yes. All the above. Yeah. Uh, so Russia has had this... Um, mentality of war of like throw as many bodies as you can at the problem until it's solved so even though they've had massive casualties and out actually in the next 10 20 30 years they're probably going to have a demographic collapse because they just don't have any men yeah they just don't they all sent them all to the front like it sucks to suck i guess right um uh, blah, 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 what was i gonna say what was the question again um well it is <laughs> So, like, Russia, for, like, ideological and historical reasons, just, like, will not, it seems like they will not give up on reclaiming Ukraine, and it seems like they don't have a lot to lose, and they're, like, a cornered animal, and they're, like, give me fucking Ukraine, or else I'll blow us all up. Right, you know? but they also so, have a- So, my question yeah. is, is that more- of like a Russia thing, or is that more of a Putin thing? Like, if Putin is out of the picture, you know, like, does do you think the situation changes? I think it's a Russian government thing that's exacerbated by Putin. I don't think it's the Russians. I think they're getting they're getting fed a nice meal of propaganda every day. So I don't I don't think they really know the what's going on. Yeah. Um. Well, like it could be it, that like their deep state is like also in on it. So if Putin's right. out, they're just gonna have another figurehead lead the lead the battle. I don't. I don't think that's it. I think this is like this war was brought. I think solely by Putin. So you think it's yeah, he it's wanted, a Putin thing. The war is the now war whether is, or not yeah. the war now whether or not the war, um, at least the way they're fighting it is because of Putin. I can't say for sure because russia just has this history of throwing bodies at wars until it's solved helped with world Um, war ii it did really did yeah uh yeah what was Uh, the saying world war ii was one with like european engineering american something or other and russian blood american logistics american logistics 
British no, actually, something a, or whatever. I have a funny story. I have a funny story of when Nazi Germany, or at least I shouldn't say Nazi Germany, uh, of when Germans fighting during World War II realized they were going to lose the war. This is when. So they're fighting. Probably when they, Hitler killed himself. May, probably that. But also. I'd say that'll do uh, it. They were, they were fighting or whatever. Uh, I think this was after the U.S. Uh, uh, started invading or started liberating uh, France. And uh, the Germans were having trouble getting basic materials to the front. And they find this American truck that's driving across like the battleground. And they, they capture it. And they go, what are you, what are you transporting? Oh, wasn't it like and an ice say, cream thing? It is ice cream. I, I thought that and was a. I, I heard that story, and I think it was a boat, wasn't it? Was it a boat? I, I think it was a, a boat. I've, yeah. I think it is a, situ- a situation of of telephone. But um, well, the the important thing is, it's fucking American, some kind of transport craft, just carrying ice cream. Ice cream. Just and they just because like, shit. The troops were they hungry. Were like shit. I can't get bullets, and they got ice cream. Yeah. Shit. Shit. Look what they Shit. need to mimic a fraction of our power. Right. It's really that um, kind of situation. It's I mean, really logistics are a beautiful thing and I love them. Yeah. Uh couldn't get shit anyway, done without them. Yeah. Some would say. So, uh ultimately I see this conflict going on for a bit longer, and even if Ukraine is able to push push Russia back to its border, I don't see the conflict ending there. Uh, I only see this situation ending if Putin dies or is deposed. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I hope that they can, like, either Russia backs off or they can come to some sort of peace deal. I just hope that they now, don't the, have to give up, like, their fucking soul, you now, know, the kind to achieve of shitty a thing, peace deal. Yeah. The the kind of shitty thing that is is kind of a double-edged sword is that this has been a great opportunity for the U.S. to test out its military technology, um, and specifically in urban warfare, which is something that, like, we are like everyone's kind of relatively new to, uh, especially in the 21st century, right? Uh, and well, like, urban is fairly new historically. Right. Just the idea of a place being fucking urban. Mm-hmm. But also, it's really showing how drones are super effective, not only in warfare, but also in like saving people. Like, yeah, it turns out it's they can do out to be a great asset. Yeah, it turns out they can do more than take pervy photos and bomb weddings, and do recon. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So best of luck to those Ukrainians fighting the good fight. Um, I hope that it goes well. Except for the Nazis. Fuck the Nazis. No, fuck the Nazis, but yeah. also, it's kind of silly, too, because there there is, like, kind of a Nazi segment of Ukraine that yeah. exists. No, there's the, was it, the Azov Battalion? Yeah. They're, like, it's, they're, like, they're uh, anti-Semitic. They're, like, a chunk of the, the, the Ukrainian military. But the thing that's really kind of, like, yes, but no, is the fact that they fight really effectively <laughs> against the Russians. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of frightening how much prominence they're getting now. Because I really feel like post-war, there's a huge opening for them to be like, yeah, aren't we kind of cool, guys? You should come to our meetings. Should, you should yeah. Come, to, come check oh, out our also, literature. There's a segment of uh, even Russians who are uh, who were sent to the front who are now like fighting against Russia. Um, 
and they're helping the Ukrainians uh, by by doing insurgency operations in Russia. Good um, which is funny because Russia put their entire military in Ukraine. So they can't really handle much else. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Wouldn't it be funny if like, and not funny, but like kind of funny if since Russia's entire military is like in Ukraine, if some dude on just like a moped just goes to the Kremlin and is like, this is mine now. Yeah. <laughs> this, I believe this belongs to me. Show up with a paintball gave- gun and you're like the strongest <laughs> military power in like a I- 500 mile radius. A uh, paintball gun and what? What is that really? Uh, really caffeinated energy drink. Oh, like a monster. Or like no, the other one that's like has ridiculous amount of oh bang of caffeine bang yeah. Show up with a four loco and a paintball gun, and you are the strongest military in Russia. In and no, specifically in Moscow. In Moscow, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you. Uh, the next segment in the show notes you wrote Daniel Penny is Yeah, Daniel Penny is is a marine who uh uh I so I I, I didn't he, recognize the name but I googled him real quick. He's the guy that did the 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 chokehold death or the chokehold yeah. like killing the guy on the now, subway. Fuck him. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was like he intended to kill him, but either way, don't put people in fucking chokeholds if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Well, I think if he did not intend to kill him, then it's a case of very intense um negligence negligence yeah yeah. um no he he had the guy in a chokehold for like a number of minutes fucking hell dude this guy was just like yeah so there was a like a homeless black guy on the subway uh it was in new york right i think so yeah yeah um yeah he was like like at the end of his rope like he was starving he like had nowhere to sleep like just very rough situation and he was just being kind of loud about it about how like no one's helping him and stuff um it's the kind of thing where you like you feel bad for the guy maybe you help him out if you can if you can't you just gotta kind of you know wait choke him out no yeah no that was that (laughs) was this guy's response that That was this guy's response he put him in a in a chokehold thinking he was like a hero for uh for restraining this guy and ultimately killing him Yeah. Um, God damn, yeah, fuck dude. Him. Yeah, it turns out he got uh, indicted in a grand jury. By the Department of Justice. Fuck him. You can't do that. Yeah. No, it's... it's no, it, he's he's basically a Derek Chauvin copycat. Kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, no. I, if, if you see it, yeah. a, a black person in public um, behaving in a way that you don't like, I just fucking cry or about just like it. a homeless person in that for that matter yeah yeah if you see a homeless person that's not like quiet enough for you just fucking cry about it and move on right i'm sure there are bigger things the person who is homeless is worried about uh that are bigger than you worrying about them yeah no that person is like a two minute uh interruption barely like an annoyance uh, to your daily routine, uh, so f- fucking don't kill him, right? And he wasn't even being violent or anything; he was just loud. Ah, like this guy did it. nothing I to justify killing him. I don't like it. Short of like stabbing someone, there's not much that you can do in public that warrants your fucking public execution. 
trying to think of trying to think of something that could warrant a public execution. I like you're put on, on your thinking the people, face. I like the people who are in the Catholic Church who are actively uh, operating a uh, fucking pedophile ring. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. If you see a Catholic in public, just like shit. <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't 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 do that. Don't hate people. But I just good God. I mean, you see those people come, giving I, out books for their weird religion. Uh. But anyway, yeah, fuck him. Fuck Daniel Penny. Yeah. Um, anyway, we watched anyway. anyway, we watched a movie this week. We we did. We watched Galaxy Quest. Yeah. So is this one that you had seen before or uh no. it, it just caught your eye? So, so here's what happened. I'm a I'm a I'm a listener of newbie Star Trek and I I just literally like them. And they were talking about how during a uh a uh like a vote of the best Star Trek movies. Uh, the one that won was Galaxy Quest, yeah. even though it's not a Star Trek movie. It basically uh, but, is. It's got all the beats. Here's the, here's the kicker. They couldn't just take it out because it got so many votes. It got like 40% of the votes. Yeah, and there's no electoral college to be like, actually, it's the right. undiscovered country. No, no, that's just the Academy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but this wasn't the Oscars, so... If it were the Oscars, or actually, I should say, um, uh, fucking that Spider-Man movie with to- Tobey Maguire and uh, Tom Holland and the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, fucking that dude with the nice hair. Andrew um, Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Thank you. Um, that should have gotten an Oscar. It had amazing sales. and. Yeah. People raved about it. It was great. I watched it with you. Yeah, it was good. it's not pretentious enough. No, I guess not. Does it say anything about society, actually? Yeah. Fucking anyway, whatever. What but was I talking about? Yeah. Galaxy so, Quest. Galaxy Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what I hate about globalism. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I will start this off by saying only Tim Allen, only Tim Allen yeah. could, could, could be a character who is playing a character in a fake sci-fi show akin to Star Trek. Right. Then actually been, be abducted by aliens and then think that he can handle the situation. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he's basically playing what like a normie would expect uh, William Shatner to be like. I even like William Shatner as a person, I feel like, if an alien race was like, "Hey, hi, we saw your, we saw the his, historical documents," yeah, he'd be like, "Oh, we no, saw that was a TV show." Historical documents. We saw the historical documents. I love how that um, guy always sounds like he's yawning. <laughs> it's really funny. I don't know where they came up with that. Was really funny. yeah. Um, I feel like William Shatner would be like, "No, that was a TV show. Trust me, I'm annoyed enough by people thinking that it's real." I like to think. He would be like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm Captain Kirk. I'm Captain James yeah, Timmy Reese like, Kirk. I yep, feel like yep, bring me like, up there. Yep. He'd be like, fuck you, I'm 90. Yeah. <laughs> well, What are you talking about? Well, like, uh, uh, William Shatner, like, actually did go to space. Like, it wasn't yeah, he, in this context. Oh, he just kind of just kind of circled the parking lot a little bit. Uh, and yeah. then he came back and he got really fucking philosophical. Well, no, it's, he said, I went to space and all I saw was, I think like inky death is what he said. Yeah. And I feel bad for, uh, I, I shouldn't, I don't feel bad for for Jeff Bezos, but I think it's kind of funny that 
Jeff Bezos was like, yeah, Captain Kirk, let's go to space. And then Captain Kirk was like, I fucking hate it up there. <laughs> he got what he deserved. <laughs> fuck Jeff Bezos. Uh, yeah, fuck him. I wish he went with what a more upsetting person. <laughs> what do you mean? I, well, you know, as, as upsetting as it would be to be like, yeah, I got Captain Kirk with me. You know, meanwhile, he's staring out the window thinking about life. You know, I wish it was right. more of a wet blanket. You know, I also find it funny, too, that this is all happening. Meanwhile, and I, I, I'm not an Elon fan, but I do think it's funny that Jeff Bezos is like, yeah, we sent Captain Kirk to space. And Elon is just like, I've been sending things to low Earth orbit for the better part of a decade now. Yeah, but he's just been sending like cars and shit as like a publicity stunt. No, he's been sending like like car like cargo to the ISS. Oh, cool. Good on and him. By, I mean, what He's I mean by him is, American is hero. SpaceX, not him. No, he SpaceX. personally he personally put on his Iron Man armor, and he 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 carried the cargo up to the ISS, and they were like, "Thank you, oh, Elon. Like, Can I suck you it's off not like now?" He, uh, also, not like he did that for free either. He did get a, yeah, a he contract profited. from NASA. He profited from so, that. So, yeah, uh, hate to say it, but um, fucking fuck space em. capitalism. Fuck it. I, fuck it. But anyway, uh, Tim Allen. Yeah, he's really Tim playing Allen. like like the like the normie expectation. Yeah. He's playing the normie expectation for what like the guy that played Captain Kirk would be like. Right. And I, and I even love that, that it's not convincing. Yeah. I, I love that his first reaction. So like when he goes up onto the spaceship, by the way, spoilers, he he gets brought up. He thinks he's going to like a gig. So from his perspective, he's just ruining a gig that he's being paid for when he's like, right. yeah, just fucking fucking shoot him, shoot him with the laser cannons, shoot him with the blue ones and the red ones and uh, fucking blow him up, blow him up. Not even going along with the scene at all. He right, thinks right. he thinks it's a bit. He thinks that he's yeah. doing a performance and he's like, nah, I won't do the uniform. I won't, you know, play along. Just fucking show I, so, up in my in my dusty ass leather jacket, hungover. <laughs> be like, yeah, fucking shoot him. I don't care. Well, I, fucking, I, I hate don't you. Care to just do I it. hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are nothing but filth to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, um, he's actually found... dooming an entire species. Right. Right. Well, one thing that I found that was just like kind of stupid and also astonishing is that when he gets the rest of the cast like up onto the ship and he's like look it's real blah, blah, blah. that they still stick with the fucking rank and file of the show i think it's i i think it's funny that they do that and i it kind of feels real you know like yeah let's imagine you're an actor kind of washed up and like you're famous for this one show that you did you're already in the uniform because you were going to a convention or whatever and then you get beamed up to this fucking ship that's not only an exact replica, but also a functioning replica based on the show that you were in. I feel like, I feel like naturally you would just slip into that role, you know, just be like, fuck it. This might as well be happening. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Fuck Alex. it. I'm the pilot now. Who cares? <laughs> I'm be honest, Alex. If I'm abducted by aliens and they're like, welcome to the USS Enterprise. I'd be like, that's a fucking show. <laughs> yeah. What are you on? A Am I going to live? Is yeah. this, does this have flowing oxygen in it? Because they didn't show that. They didn't mention that there's oxygen in the room. Yeah. They never mentioned that. 
I mean, sometimes they're like, yeah, oxygen, we like that. But not, they were never like, oh, by the way, it's crucial at 15 PSI at all times. You guys, 80% you guys breathe nitrogen, acid, 20%. Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Anyway, um, yeah, so they stick with the rank and file, uh, by the way. Well, I, uh, I think it's for, funny that the way that Alan Rickman's character is convinced is to now is like, say, it's, it's a good role. You're an actor. So if I'm going to act. And he's like, okay. <laughs> By the way, uh, t- uh, fucking Alec Rickman. Alex, Alec, Rick, Alec, uh, Al Alan Rickman. Rickman. Alan. Mr. Rickman. <laughs> Mr. Rickman. Rickster. <laughs> Ricky. Sir Rickman. <laughs> Ricky Snape. Ding Dong. Um, uh, yeah, great performance by him as always. But, Love him. Um, I just do. I really do. At one point, too, I think he actually points out the fact, like, why are we fucking following you? You're going to get <laughs> yeah. us all killed. This is what, actual space. What military experience do you have? You see this? You see this wall? Everything a foot past it will kill you. Yeah. Instantly. <laughs> why am I listening to you? Much like Tim Allen uh, feeling like he's playing himself to an extent, it really does feel like Alan Rickman is, is sort of playing himself. Because I get the vibe, at least I don't follow his career or anything. Like, I don't know much about him outside of Harry Potter. And I feel like that's how most people are, you know, that know about Alan Rickman. Um, But I feel like he's in a very similar spot where he just wants to be a serious actor. But he, he like, was just known for Harry Potter. Well, he did, um, he did fucking... He was in uh, uh, Die Die Hard, Hard. right? Yeah. Yeah, he did Die Hard. And so that's he, two he things. Great. He was like he was the main villain. Yeah, that's two things that he's known for. I I can find more, but anyway, um, yeah, I just uh, great, and I also like how he like in the beginning of the movie, um, he's really uh trying to get into the Leonard Nimoy headspace of like I'm only known for this one character, and yeah. they all want me to say the live long and prosper bullshit. Yeah, and I don't want to. The only reason I'm here is because I'm getting paid to be here. Yeah. And I hate them. I hate <laughs> all of them. I fucking hate them. And I know Leonard Nimoy didn't hate his fans, but he definitely was annoyed when someone would come up to him and say, oh, live long and prosper, Spock. And he'd yeah. be like, I am Leonard Nimoy. I am not Spock. He even wrote a book called I Am Not Spock. That's why I love Harrison Ford so much. Because anytime, any anytime yeah. someone tries to ask him about Star Wars, he's like, "I hate you. I don't know what Star Wars is, and I What's hate that? you." Right. Like I, I saw right. a thing uh, earlier today. So he's in the new Captain America movie, and he plays uh, General Ross. Uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, he plays Indiana Jones in the Marvel movie. Oh, he Captain plays Han Solo. They're doing a fucking yeah. crossover. It's signed yeah. by the same people. Yeah, that's it. No, he's playing uh, General Thunderbolt Ross, who turns into Red Hulk. And someone asked him about, like, oh, it's something, something, Red Hulk, whatever, with your character. And he's like, I don't know what Red Hulk is. That's cool. Yeah. I love. He just refuses. Oh. He just refuses to play along. And I love him for right. that. He's so um, real. I, here's a funny story. So uh, one of his co-stars, I think this was during filming of, uh, maybe it's for the new one, actually. Um Anyway, him and his female co-star. I don't know why the fact she was female is important, but there you go. For the new um, Indiana Jones? Yeah, I think Phoebe so. Phoebe Waller-Bridge um, or whatever well, her name is. Allegedly, I guess she didn't watch Indiana Jones ever in her life, so she just like watched all the movies before. Who the like, fuck is this? 
Who I don't the know, fuck is this but, person? But but anyway, the one person that out, hasn't seen Indiana Jones. But anyway, she was hanging out with Harrison Ford, and she had just watched these movies, and I think she really liked them too. And she was kind of geeking out about it, and. She goes, oh, I love that scene when you shoot the guy when he wants yeah. to do the sword fight. Because you had diarrhea. Because you, had- <laughs> you were going to shit yourself. Remember that, Harrison <laughs> Ford? Shit remember remember when you were going to shit yourself? Remember when you were in Tunisia and it was 120 <laughs> degrees out and you had the flu? And you had fucking flu. Remember fucking that horrible experience? Poisoning? Remember that awful experience? <laughs> And they had the whole scene for everything, and then you shot him instead. And he's like, and I, yeah, I remember. No, no, he just stared at her and just said nothing. <laughs> he just... <laughs> he just stared at her and said blankly, but like with a little contempt in his eyes, he just blankly stared at her and said nothing. He's so real for that. I love it. I love it so much. I don't know why, but getting shit on by Harrison Ford would be an honor. Yeah. I don't know why. Have I you seen Bruno? Have you seen uh, the movie Bruno? No. no, I haven't. You know, you know Borat. You know Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of his movies, and he plays <laughs> basically like Austrian Borat. Like it's just similar, similar kind of character, but his whole thing is he wants to be like a reality show star. So he tries like oh, starting wait, like a celebrity he, interview, interview show. I think I remember this. Yeah. I've yeah. seen clips. And he's like coming up next an interview with Harrison Ford. And it's just him like intercepting him outside of a restaurant. <laughs> and he's like, Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford. And he's like, fuck off. <laughs> I like that. I feel like if I, you see, I, I hope he's nicer on kids though. Like I hope. Oh, I I, like I little, think he is. I think I've seen like something along those like, lines. It was like I really liked you in Indiana Jones. I really liked that scene when you shot the guy with the sword. I I really hope he's like, oh, thank you. Because right. honestly, all right. So if it's a kid asking about Indiana Jones, he's like, okay, cool kid. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I had diarrhea. He, I remember when I was going to shit myself. Yeah, run run along, scamp. But if it's a kid asking about Han Solo or anything Star Wars, he shoots him point blank. Yeah. 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 Dude, he hates Star Wars. <laughs> he does, and it's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. He hates funny. it so much. <laughs> it's re- he so hated anyway, it when they were the filming. <laughs> <laughs> wait did he was he oh wasn't there a well, scene i where, think like, he i think he just like didn't take it seriously because <laughs> there's an interview with mark hamill he's on one of one of the jimmy shows and he's talking about how when they were filming the first star wars he was asking like how am i supposed to read this line you know whatever this doesn't make sense you know whatever like like worrying about the script you know and harrison yeah, ford was like hey kid it's not that kind of it's movie not that kid. kind of movie no it was like something like the continuity with his hair something like that but anyway anyway, galaxy quest uh i'd so anyway i love how alan rickman really focused in that uh not only leonard nimoy but also i guess harrison ford feel Mm -hmm. yeah just to be like like, i i could have been more i could have been more than this well i think it's funny too because like it's kind of like what Patrick Stewart had to go through as well, because Patrick Stewart was like a classically trained Shakespearean actor, right? Yeah. And he gets this this Star Trek gig, 
And by the way, he's he at this point had never watched Star Trek. He yeah. was like, he was like, who? I hardly even know her. Mm-hmm. And and so they're like, we think we'd be a perfect John Luke Picard. And he's like, who the fuck's that? What's anyway, a Red Hulk? Also, I hate Star a- Wars. <laughs> also, I hate Star Wars. Um, and so he gets the part. And it's funny because a lot of the scripts in the first season of Star Trek Theory Next Gen, uh, yeah, Star Trek Next Generation were just fucking shit. Yeah, they were just awful. And it's funny because this classically trained Shakespearean actor, fucking Patrick Stewart, yeah, fucking commits. He's like, we gotta re- reconfigure the solar array. <laughs> you should They're see gonna reconfigure the, the solar you matrix. See the scenes. There's this episode where, and actually, it was a good episode, but it was kind of a silly scene where he's being held hostage by some Cardassians. Not the Cardassians, the Cardassians. They're an alien race in Star Trek. Anyway, Cardassians are on. being overrun. We got to call in backup. Call in the Jenners. He's a prisoner, and they're torturing him. And there's he, the, the this torturer is like trying to convince him that there's like five lights when there's really four, like just above his head. Yeah, and he's like, "There are five lights, Captain Picard." <laughs> and and part of Picard is like just is trying like, to gaslight him. Yeah, no, he's torturing him too. So he's just trying to get him to break, right? And at the end, eventually, like a Cardassian dude comes in. He's like, "Yo, the Federation's fucking pissed that we're torturing Captain Picard, and they want him back. Right? And they're gonna fucking they're gonna wreck our shit, dude. You have no idea." So this is right before pa- Captain Picard was about to fucking break. And I th- when that happens, he looks at the dude and he goes, "I shit you not." He's sweaty, stubble, everything. This classically trained Shakespearean actor looks at him and goes, There are four lights! <laughs> I, I don't know if there were words there. That got garbled He's, by Discord. There, he said, there are, there are four lights. He <laughs> <laughs> kind of... Patrick it's Stewart so kind of has like the Leslie Nielsen art. So funny watching people who are like way overqualified for this. Yeah, <laughs> they, like fucking commit <laughs> to something that's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> it's so perfect. I love I'm it. Crying. I'm crying. No, he kind of has anyway. the Leslie Nielsen arc because, like, at first he's a serious <laughs> actor. Then he has one role that changes his entire trajectory, <laughs> and then he's just kind of brought in as a joke. Yeah, like he like voiced a baby in American <laughs> oh. Dad or something. Yeah. Or no, he he played the whatever CIA guy in American Dad. I Family Pat- guy. He played Pat- a baby. Patrick Nielsen. No, Patrick Stewart. You said Patrick Nielsen, my what? guy. Oh well, then I misspoke. I was yeah, comparing him to Leslie Nielsen. I I feel like at this point, um, Patrick Stewart has enough fuck you money and enough critical acclaim to his name that he's satisfied. And so whenever people are like. Hey, can you just voice this dog? <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, yes, I'd love to. I Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that. Being like, yeah, yeah, I like doing Shakespeare on the weekends, but, yeah. you know, if you want me to voice a dog for a billion dollars, fucking yeah, fuck, <laughs> okay. Fucking, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah line um, my wallet. <clears throat> well, especially in Family Guy, because um, Seth MacFarlane is a huge fan of Star Trek. Yeah. And so to have, like, Captain Picard, like... He's voicing a dude or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Alan Alan Rickman yeah. really hones that in. Yeah. Um, especially with all the dumb like sayings that like people take to heart in 
science fiction stuff like live long and prosper yeah like treating like, it like an actual religion yeah, it's a it's a Vulcan it's a Vulcan ritual actually and it's like yeah uh, uh, they're not real that was written by a guy who wasn't paid enough right um anyway so I, mean, yeah, I, I love forget what the how the kids get the like is. The, the, those kids have like the equivalent of like an engineering degree in technology that doesn't exist I right. love them for that and you know what's you know what's you know what's kind of funny what people who are intense trekkies actually do that yeah it's so funny they actually do that and i just Bunch also i nerds. love not only not only do the does the cast uh uh so uh, this is kind of hard to explain because it's kind of like a like a uh fucking god that one movie that fucking uh, uh robert downey jr did in blackface iron man tropic thunder yeah tropic thunder it's like a Tropic Thunder sort of thing, because when I talk about the cast, I'm not talking I, about the cast of this movie. No, I'm talking yeah. about the cast of the show that's in the movie. <laughs> I, I made that same connection the other night. I was like, oh, yeah, this really is like a, a Tropic Thunder situation. Right. So anyway. And when dude the, playing another this, dude pretending to be a dude. When this fictitious cast gets on board the ship, I love and also hate and also think it's funny how they keep the same uh, rank and file of like, now you're in charge who's going to call the shots. And they're like, yeah, the person who plays the captain who has well, been shown to be I, a narcissistic asshole. I do feel like it just so happens in this instance that Tim Allen's character is the guy that you want in charge. Cause like this is completely uncharted territory for everyone involved. So you might as well get the guy that's best at bullshitting in charge. Otherwise you have someone that's like, I don't know what to fucking do here. You need someone right. that's, that can just make up some shit and be like, yeah, fucking why not? Well, also, okay. Here's also, also, that reminds me, what was Tony Shalhoub's character on? I don't know. Also, why did he look like, so yeah. white in the flashback? I, I have no... It looked like he was wearing also, white paint on his face. Also, they mentioned this in, in Newbie Star Trek, and I feel kind of bad because they've also... Um, I know we're on the same like level as Newbie Star Trek, you know? Yeah. Um, Sister yeah. show, I like to think of him as. <laughs> right. Um, they they also did a review of this movie, and um, uh, they mentioned that uh, Shalhoub, for some reason, is always wincing his eyes. Yeah, well, like, he does, like, like a sort of blue steel look. I don't get it. I, I think it's funny. I mean, it makes sense. He's probably, like, a rising star or whatever, trying to, like, get his face out there. So he does his little, like... Look on his face, you know. Oh, I I want to say, but Alan but Rickman in is... in the when they're on the ship, he's like, "Hey guys, uh, we got to uh, um, we're uh, we're under attack by the bad guy." You know what uh, I think? It as is? he you is know? actively being blown up. You know what I think it is? You know, I think what was happening what is, there. What is it? I, I think I, I think he that... feels like a gummy was kicking in. At that moment, that's what it felt. Well, that's like. what I'm gonna say. I think that he had he had just gotten back from his drug dealer before he got beamed up, and and he he probably had his somehow snuck a fucking bong in his ass. Yeah, to get on set, and then and then he gets on the ship, and they're like, he's like, well, I'm in space now. Yeah, <laughs> but 
But um, I want to I want to mention what Alan Rickman's fictitious saying or I uh whatever the uh, character of the character I fucking who the cares? dude playing anyway, a dude pretending to be another dude. dude. Yeah. Um. By Gabthar's hammer, by the sons of Warvan, you shall be avenged. <laughs> and that's the saying that his character is just like that. Alan Rickman's character is just like I fucking hate this. Yeah. <laughs> well, well like, no, and I think it's. They they try to do like Star Trek phrases, but they right. can't do the ones from Star Trek, so they just have to make up their right. own shittier versions. Well, that's why that's why Tim Allen's guy is like, never give up and never surrender. Just the most basic ass generic phrase you could right. give. Right. I I don't even know what Captain Kirk's saying. I don't think he had a saying. He said, "Hey, come over here, baby. <laughs> hey, come here, space alien." No, no, no. Hey, you want to see if our species are breedable? (laughs) You want to see if we are genetically compatible? I I know that. He also um, said, fuck "Fuck you, Dr. McCoy. Fuck you, Spock. (laughs) Well, I know that DeForest Kelly, who plays Dr. McCoy, who played Dr. McCoy, um, I know that uh, he has a very famous saying that is, damn it, man, I'm a doctor, not a blank. Yeah. Fill in whatever whatever you want there. Also, a list Um, of Vulcan slurs. That's his other yeah, catchphrase. Also, he's just racist. <laughs> he's totally speciesist. Yeah. Are you shitting me here? He called, he literally got done with a checkup with Spock and said, for a green-blooded hobgoblin, you're pretty healthy. Yeah. Yeah, his other catchphrase is, fuck you, Spock, I hate you, and you're subhuman. Fuck you, Spock, I hate you, you're subhuman, but I'd fuck your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Anyway, um... So, yeah, they, it turns out in Galaxy Quest, um, the aliens who think that this show is a historical document thing, they, yeah, they just kept all the fictitious dingling things that are in the ship, in the ship, and yeah. for some reason it fucking works. C- yeah, because <laughs> fucking why not? That's what I love about, what? like, the, that's what I love about, like, the world that this movie inhabits. It's, 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 it's one of those worlds where, like, sci-fi just happens to be correct. Well, like, also, they just happened to guess how, like, well, the laws of physics in space operate. No, they just happened the thing, to guess that there was an Omega-13 device, whatever that is. Omega-13. <laughs> you, know, you know where they got that from? Where did they get that? Star Trek? Uh, the Omega. Yeah, the Omega particle. Yeah. <laughs> the Omega particle from Star Trek. Whatever the fuck that is. Was it Omega? I think it was Omega. Who cares? Anyway. Yeah, who cares? Um, I, I love, it ain't that I love kind how- of movie. I love how a lot of the the things on the ship are just seemingly designed to kill humans. Yeah. I don't I don't know either either they, they figured out how to make here's here's the thing either they live in a, in a in a in a universe where you can get from one star to another, or they live in a in a universe where you can get from one star to another, and labor laws are just really fucking loose. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you shitting me? Like, you just have a whole hallway covered in things that go like this. Well, like, they don't have labor laws. They seem to have, at least the this, this species that we follow, they seem to have no culture outside of this show. I like, their whole culture funny. is built around this show that aired, like, 20 years prior. Right. I also think it's great. Wait, did do we know if the show in the, in the movie was still going? Or was no, it, it was like, done? It was done. Mm. They were, like, 
original series actors in the era uh, of the next generation, but there like wasn't a next generation. They just like right. did their own version of a next generation type show just with the original cast plus that one alien lady. Right. You know, I would say I want to see another Galaxy Quest movie. If only it wouldn't remind me of the tragedy that Alan Rickman has passed away. Oh, yeah. Also, and like, what really else can sad. you do with the premise? Like, Alan Rickman was actually kind of the... the like, yeah, the movie was centered around um, Tim Allen. Right. But, but yeah, I watched Alan it Rickman, Alan Rickman. Yeah, he does elevate it, definitely. He's definitely, like, I, very... I, I can only imagine he was incredibly professional on set, so... Oh yeah. Um, also, Tim Allen doesn't deserve to doesn't deserve to act alongside of fucking Alan Rickman. Dude, Tim Allen is kind of a weirdo. Not yeah, like a weirdo weirdo, but he's like a Hollywood Republican brand of weirdo. He's yeah. like, actually, I'm I'm actually really uh, oppressed because I'm a Republican in Hollywood, and you know we, you know, people actually have to listen to me and they have to like what I say, or else you're yeah, discriminating gotta, against me. You know, he he says like, oh, we need Law and Order, blah blah blah. Um, yeah, you got arrested for peddling cocaine. I was cocaine. just gonna say. Maybe you should just, just I don't know, chill. reflect on that. Just relax. Yeah. Uh, but, anyway. Um, before, I, I, I think I think the last thing that I want to bring up is Tony Shalhoub's character. Uh, he, he Also uh, is kind of a highlight of this movie. I really liked him. Oh, I love him. <laughs> I love Tony Shalhoub and everything that he's in. Uh, no, was he, he in? Wait, was he in the Marvelous Miss Maisel? He yeah, he's he's the, he's the dad. I knew I knew him from somewhere. He looks and I was like, so looks... different. I I like forgot he... that he did roles like this. Well, like also, um, fucking uh, in uh, the Marvelous Miss Maisel, he's like he looks really tall, and mm-hmm. in this movie, he looks really short. Yeah. What the what the fuck's up with that? I um, think they uh, I think they uh, I think they stretched him out. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. gave him Robert Downey Jr.'s platform souls. You know what I bet it was? You know what I bet it was? I bet he was taller than Tim Allen. He didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. I bet Tim Allen was like, that guy's taller than me. We have, to, we have to chop him off at the knee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, but so like, no, yeah, the, I what, think- I, what I want to bring up with him is uh, he, he does like the same. Have you seen the movie Pixels? It has a very similar ending where one of the guys just like starts dating and also fucking one of the aliens. Yeah, and also, dude, like, he's you he's know in she's... he's 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 not only is he into like her human form, he's like into her for her tentacles. <laughs> dude, he's Which freaky. I'm not gonna, gonna kink shame. Actually, I fucking respect it. <laughs> I, no, yeah, sure. Dude, you he like he's, one, he sees guy. he sees the tentacles reaching around, and for a second he's like, "Oh, what is this?" But he's like, "Oh, what is this? What is this?" Oh. I feel like, I feel like every other girlfriend this actor this character had in the in this movie, I feel like he was just like, "Yeah, she was great and all. She just didn't have any tentacles." I, yeah, you know, I just want fucking tentacles. And then he finds the one. Imagine he's talking to her. He doesn't know like about her true form. And he's like, right. Yeah. No, like I really like you. I just don't think it's going to work out. Um, I'm, I'm really looking for someone with, you know, more tentacles. And then she's like, you're not going to fucking believe this. I guess what? <laughs> I got good news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how did the movie end? I just completely forgot how it ended. It, I think it ends with like, die? 
Yeah, that's it. No, it ends with them like crash landing at the convention that they were like hours late for. Um, and then they're like, yeah, fucking we're doing the next generation. We're doing Galaxy Quest, the next generation. But it's the same cast, so, just with okay. an extra one person. Some other things I wanted to mention, too. So um, it's completely fine for uh, for fucking Tim Allen's character to not be sad about the fact that like the all these people died because of this TV show because he didn't fucking know that they were doing that like if and I'm sure if he knew that they were doing that you'd say hey how about you do not that yeah well he um, did he handled it very poorly when he did find out what was at stake what? yeah yeah no especially when it, when it's like well you got other other people in space right and they're like no we're we're literally it we are you, you killed are- all of us. We are an endangered species. Yeah, because of this guy. Because uh, we have this one ship. Because of the guy that you that's just actually, fired on. That is actually quite shitty because we based it off of a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. I wish he would have died, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I wish he would have died I had, uh, horribly. I wish this character would have died horribly. Um, yeah. Because, the, because the, the one of the aliens is like nearly on his deathbed. And he's just like... He's like, hey, so I could have told you this like three other times before shit got this bad. But your historical documents were actually a TV show. Well, at that point. Frankly, surprise, this place holds holds air. But um, (laughs) at that point, that was just the the aliens not taking the hint. Because when they brought on the rest of the cast, Alan Rickman was like, you guys have like television or theater like actors like actors people that pretend to live in space when they really don't lying like yes we're becoming familiar with deception (laughs) you did that you did that really well man (laughs) shit yeah it's fun it's a fun Um, voice i like also how when the ship is crashing like no fighter jets no military like no one there is like wow we heard a really loud thud and then well, this like, broke through the fucking wall. And they had also, they had the roughly two seconds notice. Collapse. R- okay, that's true. But I feel like I don't know. I just feel like if if I were at a convention for something like I don't know Star Trek, for instance, and that Dude, they, happened, they nine eleven like, that convention center. Uh, technically, they technically they pentagoned it, but oh, I yeah. mean, but it was on nine eleven. The Pentagon was thing was on. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was part of nine eleven. Yeah, but it would be more. That was like the side say, story. Uh, yeah. No, if they anyway. pentagoned the convention center, then they would fail five consecutive audits and not account for sixty-one mm-hmm. percent of their assets. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, this movie I know is supposed to be uh kind of a a joke about Star Trek. Yeah, it's kind uh, of like the Austin Powers of Star Trek movies. Right, and that that's fair. I think a lot of the 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 things they poke on star trek about is um is fair yeah um i really respected alan rickman's performance uh kind of channeling the the uh, leonard nimoy and harrison ford of sci-fi to make this character and i think it's great yeah um shaloub does great i think he's funny because he just looks high the whole time i love tony shaloub i love it dude i love it he's the only character in this movie i shouldn't say the only he's one of the characters in this movie that takes himself the least seriously i love him i love him for that And i love it and he finds what he's looking for and love it yeah fucking whatever dude i'm happy for him um (laughs) uh 
yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think if I was more of a Star Trek fan, like like I love Star Trek, um, but I just haven't seen. I've I've seen like most of the original movies. I think, um, but I haven't seen the original series. I haven't seen the next. I haven't seen any of the the shows. You so, could probably knock out the original series in a weekend. Okay. Yeah, I just... It's only three seasons. And the yeah. first season... The first and second seasons... Sorry, I shouldn't say that. The oh, Maybe that is right. First and second seasons are, are the best. The third season kind of sucks shit. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I just feel like there was a lot to this movie that just didn't like hit for me because I this just didn't make sense. get yeah. the reference. Which, like was, which ones? Well, like, I don't know. Just generally, I get that kind of feeling. I don't okay. know. I just think I would have yeah. liked it more if I like right. got it. Yeah. It's kind of like, like yeah. I love Austin Powers, but I don't understand like the, like, I have a very surface level understanding of like the references. Right. Right. Well, but also, it, but like a, a Bond fan. Movie. Yeah. yeah. But well, like a Bond Austin- fan can appreciate like what Austin Powers is making fun of similar situation. Right. right. Here. Um, yeah, I, I, I liked it. I think the thing that, there are just some glaring things and I'm like, well, that's just stupid. That's just, that's not even comedic. It's just stupid. Yeah. Like how they keep the same rank. I think it would have been funnier and would, would have been better if they actually broke the rank and file of the show. Yeah. And then like, we're on an actual alien spacecraft. We need to figure this shit out. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I think it would have been also, better if Tim Allen and uh, Sigourney Weaver's characters didn't end up like being romantically involved. Because it just feels like you're rewarding like that character's yeah. gross behavior. He he should have like she been should not be seeing that much in him. Right. If anything, what it's like I like, respect you as like a friend and like a colleague. But like, what makes her want to make out with him after right, well, what, everything that he's done? What part of being completely incompetent and pretending to pretending to be someone that you're not? in a real situation that actually will kill you if you don't do it right. Yeah. What part of any of that makes her be like, I want that dick. Yeah. Well, he does kind of end up being a good leader. He kind of trips over his dick and falls into being a good leader. So like, I, I could see like, you know, everyone ending up with like, you know, a bit more like mutual respect and everything, but just what makes her want him romantically? Right. And also, I don't think this one experience would completely eliminate her entire fervent dislike of him. Yeah, he's a that pig. She's, yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, he's playing Tim Allen. Yeah, it's it's just a bad trope. You know, the it's guy that is a sexist pig. The guy <laughs> that is like a, a... Yeah, the guy that's like a womanizer that doesn't respect people and like the person that he respects least like the the woman in his life is like i hate you you're a pig you know so on and so on oh but you did this one nice thing for someone over like a weekend oh well that erases your entire history and also you get to win me as a prize because as we all know women are objects right like it just reinforces Um, that like misogynistic idea right misogynistic trope I'll just fuck the guy who seems to have the most power because I can't think for myself. Right. Yeah. Just feels gross. Also, yeah. like, after her character, like, she complained, the character complains about the character that she plays, like, just being about boobs. 
Like, oh, you know, for my, you know, whatever interview, they just asked me about my boobs. You know, on the show, I was just a mouthpiece. I was just a a rack to look at. Well, um, I won't speak to that. But in the movie, like, when they're on, like, the ship and they're, you know, going through the whatever to get the thing, like, she also just had, like, her boobs are even more out. So it's like, is what what is what is the movie trying to say here? Right. Um I to speak to that too, um during Star Trek Voyager they had uh uh I forget her name, uh, but she played Seven of Nine. I forget the actress's name. I can probably look it up. Because she's actually a really good actress and I, I think she deserves to be like shouted out. Uh who yeah. played Shout out sorry, Seven of Nine. Star Trek Voyager. Um her name is uh, Jerry Ryan. I knew that. I just forgot. Um but they added her on, like, not only to have, like, a Borg character serve on a Federation ship, but also, um, because boobs. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate because Star Trek has a history of just doing that. And I think it's, like, I just don't like it. I just, just make a compelling storyline. Is yeah. it that hard? Is it really that fucking hard? Um, and she got a lot of like, she got a lot of stuff like when she would go to conventions that she was contractually obligated to go to because she had to wear a corset on set. So like, yeah, it wasn't comfy and people would just be asking her about her tits and like, it's really unfortunate. Um, I hope she was paid well. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I don't like that. And yeah, that's why like it doesn't make sense that the movie is like criticizing that, but also just doing it. Right. I just, yeah, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way too. Yeah. It feels gross. Um, I, I, I think it's kind of like a thing of like, I think they're trying to so, sort of meta make fun of Star Trek fans by saying like, or like at least the cast of Star Trek by being like, um, like, oh, I don't like that they're asking me about my boobs, but I know what you really want. And it's like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it's no, a I don't. I don't think it's like a meta commentary. I think they're just doing the trope that they're also complaining about. Yeah. Like, there's not really much satire there. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. best movie ever. Best movie ever. <laughs> uh yeah. I, I would say it's good. I would just say the only sad thing is that I'm pretty sure the alien race that they run into went extinct. Yeah, they're fucked. And I would say it's not their fault if they literally did not just like go face first in this shit and pretend like they could do it because they clearly couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. She. Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> next week it's my turn to pick. So next week we're going to do Indiana Jones and that time that I met Louis Armstrong and he and we went to the moon together and I learned jazz. I <laughs> sang the blues. Moon together and... Yeah. Yeah. It's Indiana Jones. The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones and the Mystery of the Blues. It is... I, I think it's on Disney Plus like in some regions. So if you have a VPN, set it to whatever region it's on. Let me, let me hold on. Let me try. Hold on. Let me try googling it. Hold on. It is okay. It doesn't say on Google. Anyway, just look it up. Um, watch it on Disney Plus if it's there in whatever region. Um, or just fucking steal it. Um, 
That's me playing my character, guy that is okay with piracy. I personally think that piracy is a great evil of the world, so you shouldn't do it. Um, I have a VHS tape of it. Maybe track one down. They're probably not that expensive on eBay if you want. Buy a DVD. Whatever. Anyway, I got it on Jonathan, so Gavin, you can plex it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a yeah. good it's a good one. It's it's uh if you haven't seen the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, it's uh it's kinda edutainment y. You know, like it feels very like PBS. Uh but it's so also just fun. Kind of a fun sort of Indiana Jones esque adventure. They also went back in time to get um young Harrison Ford yeah. to cast him in the role. So Yeah, that's it. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Yep. No, it's it's this one. At least I haven't really I think this is the only one that I have actually watched through all the way. Uh, this one feels very far removed from a traditional Indiana Jones story. And I kind of right, love it right. more for that because it's like another side of this character. Right. But anyway, that's what we're going to talk about next week. So watch it before we spoil it. Anyway. Anyway, you want to get to recommendations? Fuck yeah. yeah. You have any uh, you have any to do before I do mine? um no no <laughs> cool I don't oh wait hang on i do i like sun chips that's it sun chips sun chips shout out sun chips <laughs> fucking sponsor us please <laughs> <laughs> so i started a new book today um it's uh superman smashes the clan um it's more hold like on. a wait 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 pause wait hold what superman smashes wait. the clan Wait, so wait, wait, did he just show up and was like, hi, boys? Yeah, that's it. And he said it just like that. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's a good one. It's it's more of a graphic novel than like a comic thing, because it wasn't it's not like they put out like a series and then, you know, compiled it in a, in a hardcover. Um, it's just like a, a graphic novel that they like just put out all at once. Um, let me find the amazon listing so i can give an act okay it's like 10 10 10 10 bucks 10 dollars uh for a paperback copy of it which i have um no it's good so far i read the first chapter earlier today uh it takes place in 1946 and it so like it's in like that golden age time period and what i like about it um like per, like part of what i like about it is it's also a golden age superman um it's really more aesthetically golden age because he does have the more sort of modern personality but he's like a superman that like doesn't fly you know he has a very limited power okay. set like he has to run along power lines to get anywhere like it's like that really? kind of shit yeah i guess huh. that's like a golden age superman thing because he didn't fly he just like leapt tall buildings Oh, is that why they said he could leap across tall buildings in a single bound? Yeah, he couldn't fly uh, until like the Silver Age, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but no, I think I think he actually first flew in like one of the serials, um, like one of like the serial movies from whatever, like the forties or something. Like like cornflakes. Yeah, that's it. Yep. But no, this one is good. It's uh, it's more like. Like, uh, like, like it's kind of like a children's book. Like you'll not be like bored by it if you're reading it as an adult, but it's like, you know, targeted like towards children. It's more of like a child friendly story. Like the clan in this isn't the Ku Klux Klan. Like it basically is, but they call it the clan of the fiery cross cross with a K. 
Yeah. Um, I don't really, I don't know why they changed the name of it. Um, other than maybe uh, to get around censorship. Oh, is it trademark? trademarks? Pro- I think that's Ku Klux so Klan is like a funny. trademark. I love that you can like trademark a, a hate group. That's so funny. Well, I do trademark the N word so that no one else could use it. And he just is like sitting on it. Is that, so that true? No one can use it. I think so. That's so funny. Um, also, um, I think it's martinlutherking.com used to be a thing talking about how Martin Luther King was a bad person and it was uh, funded by white supremacists. Um, see, I don't think this might be a hot take. I don't think you should be allowed to do that. I don't think, I think so either. I think that we should not allow unfettered capitalism to that extent. I think at, at that point you gotta, you gotta have like a, a representative of the public step in and be like, right. Hey, you can't do that. Okay, um, can't do that. But no, Superman smashes the clan. It's uh, it's a Superman story, but it's also about like this uh, this Chinese family that moves into Metropolis and they get fucking hate crimed. And it's like, you know, it's like an exploration of like racism and why it's gross and bad and kind of pathetic and like how just kind of insecure and pathetic and just like petulant the clan was. They're really projecting. Yeah, no, it, it they it like it does a good job of showing just how like like how the clan would be like they they would like blame their own problems on other people just existing. Right. It's like oh this, you know, the this this doctor moves into town who happens to be Chinese. Like oh that's just a, you know, a that's just a Chinese guy that's, you know, taking jobs and you know, he didn't even earn that position. When realistically, he's not even American. and yeah. he's like, I was born and lived in San Francisco. Well, I don't know what you're talking. Yeah, about. when realistically, you would have to work way like magnitudes harder to get to the mm-hmm. same position as a minority in America. Right. So it's like the fucking inverse of what they're talking about. But yeah, it also shows that like, yeah, you can't always trust the police because they're a lot of times in on it. Like a lot of Klansmen were also police officers. Mm-hmm. and uh I, i've i've only read the first chapter so far uh there are three chapters in it they're like long chapters so it's it, you know it's it's not like a short thing but anyway yeah it's it's good so far uh the art is uh is really good um it's kind of it's kind of like child childy kid kiddish it's like kind of kind of children's book art but like it's you know there's there's something there to appreciate and i like the character I've, designs i i've I have a question. Yeah. Did uh, the whole anti-Semitism thing um, really uh, come into America pre or post World War II? Um, I mean, I think it was always, I mean, I'm not a scholar, but okay. from like the vibes that I've gotten, um, it seems like it was always there. Because like even during World War II, like a lot of people, a lot of Americans just were anti-Semitic, but they hated Nazis right. for like nationalistic reasons. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it was just always there. And was it like a thing of like the part of the reason anti-Semitism may have gone down in America? Actually, I shouldn't say that because in like, for instance, in Mad Men and this, like they show it in the sixties of like anti-Semitism just being right, rife. I think it's I think it's just America. more underground. Okay. It's like how anyway, racism didn't sad. go. It's like racism didn't go away. Like it's still right. there. It's just expressed right. differently and more subtly. Mm-hmm. 
but anyway, yeah, Superman Smashes the Clan. It's a good book. Um, it's a good Superman story. Um, it's just also a, a good story about a couple of young kids that move into town and they're, you know, you know, people, some people don't like them cause they're different, but you know, they make friends and stuff and you know, it's a, it's a good, it's a good, uh, kid story. And I like yeah. it. And I think there's, I think like it's, it's good enough that you can appreciate it as an adult. <clears throat> you know, it's not just for kids. Like it is definitely geared towards kids. This is definitely the kind of book that Ron DeSantis would ban if he knew about it because right, it's about right. why racism is bad and you know, you shouldn't judge people for their race and, and, and all that. And he's like, it's too woke, but no, you can't actually like reading it through a modern lens. You can see a lot of parallels with like modern like rhetoric. Yeah. Cause like people like the, even the people that aren't like, you know, racist quote unquote still say like really insensitive shit. And like, yeah, you know, um, at, at one point, so like, Towards the end of chapter one, um, I, minor spoilers, I guess, if if you care about that. Uh, so, like, the main, like, protagonist, like, the point of view character is this little girl. Um, she's, like, uh, probably, like, 10, give or take. Um, her older brother goes missing, and he gets, like, kidnapped by a couple of clansmen. And uh she's like hey hey police officer that's stationed outside of my house after the clan burned a cross on our yard hey um my brother's missing can you help and he's like you know why do you guys need help you guys you guys are fine on your own you guys get you know positions that you don't even have to earn yeah you guys you guys have an advantage because actually you're the superior race in this country legally even though white people are awesome doesn't say it quite like that but you know, he's like not necessarily racist, but he's not like on their side. He's not being helpful. Yeah, he's not racist. I mean, he might be like you don't really know a lot about him. He's just a side guy. But even if he's not racist, he's not anti-racist. Right, right. But anyway, yeah, it's a good book. Uh, I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, may, I think you can like get a sample of it on like Google Play Books or something. So read the first few pages, see if you like the art, see if you like the the writing and stuff. Um, I think it's, I think it's good. Anyway, uh, Trey Crowder is a comedian. I found him on TikTok, and he has a comedy special on YouTube. Uh, it's actually pretty good. I listened to it the other day. It's like 45 minutes. So pretty breezy. Listen, uh, it's just good. He's like a Southern guy, but he's also like, like, I, I guess like a leftist or like a, you know, on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, so and he before makes before anybody asks before anybody asks no relation to Steven Crowder. Yeah, no, it turns here. out there is one funny Crowder out of the, the two Crowder comedians that are, that yeah. are known. Uh, he's like, yeah, he's Southern, um, but he's not like what you think of when you think of a Southern person. So he makes fun right. of a lot of that stuff. He makes fun of, you know, like the, you know, stuff that he grew up with people that are like, I don't like trans people for just weird reasons you know wait does he also talk about uh carhartt and how he has like he had all this carhartt stuff and he's like there's a rumor at school that i have a family i don't know him i don't i don't think so never mind sorry (laughs) um no it's 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 good uh look up trey crowder t-r-a-e crowder like crowder um the special is called damn boy exclamation mark it's on his youtube channel Link in description. Uh, look, him on, look, look him up on TikTok. He posts a lot there. Um, so just you know, find a clip, and if you like it, just watch the watch the whole special. It's good. 
anyway, uh, my next recommendation. So there's a comedian named Tim Robinson. Um, I've seen him like in my periphery for a little while now. Um, he's like a sketch guy. And, uh, I think, I think he wrote for SNL if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he has a, a couple shows that I just got into. So one of them is called the Detroiters. It's on comedy central, uh, or you can also watch it on Paramount plus, uh, it's, it's kind of like Mad Men if Mad Men was about two very incompetent, uh, like, you know, stupid, hilarious guys uh, trying to, like, run an ad agency that they inherited. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're trying to, like, come up with a pitch for, like, an ad for Chrysler, and they end up just spending the whole night taking a bunch of like old speed that they found and throwing shit at a <laughs> and, and throwing shit at a window. So That's like they funny. they get into like a play fight and one of them elbows the window and they're like, "Oh, it didn't break." And then they just start throwing shit at the window until it breaks. <laughs> and then they come up with a pitch and they end up running the guy over that they're supposed to pitch it to. And then he it ends up being like yeah, guys, I actually, I went with the other firm. I didn't think you guys would come in for the pitch. <laughs> but funny. it's a great show. Um, yeah. Yeah. Watch it on Paramount Plus if you have it, listener. Or you can watch it free on the Comedy Central app, I think, just with ads or something. Um, and then the other show that this guy does is called I Think You Should Leave. Uh, it's on Netflix or, again, Slipping into my character, guy that likes piracy, you could just fucking steal it. Um, slipping out of that character, piracy is very bad and I cannot condone it. Uh, I think it's horrible how easy uh, VPNs make it to pirate stuff. I think it's horrible it's that they make it absolutely consequence free. Mm -hmm. Actually, and for the record too, I actually wrote up a script for Alex to read uh, in character um, for uh in the scene here that you just heard when he was advocating for piracy my um, character his my character. character was advocating for piracy yeah i think and he believes as well actually i don't think alex does believe uh, that piracy <laughs> is bad i think it's horrible <laughs> i think i've been very clear to any anyone listening that might uh get me in trouble for that I would never sounds exactly do it. Like, that sounds like something a pirate would say, Alex. No, a pirate would say, "Arg, I sail the seven seas," <laughs> or "I am Captain Now." Yeah. Anyway, I think you should leave. It's on Netflix. That's like a, a oh, short. You were talking to me there I'll for a second. I, th I think you should leave, and I'm like, "All right." I think you should leave. I I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna ban you from the Discord server. <laughs> um. No, the episodes are fairly short. They're like 16, 17 minutes. It's just kind of like a string of sketches. Actually, the way that I got into this like guy's work at all was a clip on TikTok that I that I found that someone uploaded from one of the episodes from season three uh, of I Think You Should Leave, where this guy is in the line at like a, a fast food drive-through and he's like paying for his meal and he's like, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna pay for the guy behind me. And then, uh, you know, the, the worker is like, oh, that's so kind of you. And then he drives he around. Takes and he... Back. Then he he speeds around tires squealing. He cuts off like the person that's about to order. He's like, stop, stop. I'm going to do something. Let me through. <laughs> and then he's like, 
I want 55 burgers, 55 fries. And he like orders like an exorbitant number of, of items and it comes out to like $600. And then the guy in front of him who was the guy behind him, like you, you see him talking to the worker and he's like, what the fuck is this? And then he like comes to the guy and he's like, I'm not paying for it. I'm not, I'm not paying. He's like, you have to. Oh, you have to. Was, the guy okay. the guy ahead of you started it. You have to pay for it. And he's like, I'm not gonna pay for it. <laughs> anyway, so, that's that's um, the that's that's the premise of the sketch. So so I have to say, I've seen that clip on and please don't I shame me here, but on I YouTube saw shorts. The clip on- Fuck you. <laughs> I saw YouTube <laughs> shorts. But I never got to the it never had the punchline in it. So I never understood. I was like, yeah, doesn't he understand that he's paying for his own food? Like there's no one in front of it's no there was no one behind him like he's paying for his own food that's uh, uh, okay but now hearing that there was a bit of like you have to pay for it you have to keep it going yeah i feel like the per the person at the cashier thing was like like yeah the cashier fucking yeah uh was like are you sure you want to pay for that it's six hundred dollars yeah well that's why the so like he, the guy in like the main character of the sketch pays for his food, starts the pay it forward thing. The guy behind him goes to the window and then behind that guy is the original guy. So like, that's, that's the trick that he's trying to do. Right. Yeah. I have to say though. So, okay. When I go over the bridge sometimes for school, um, I have to pay the toll. And sometimes the person in front of me is paid and I'm like, Oh, pay it forward. Cause I'm a fucking decent human being. Um, um, but, I can only imagine how stupid the toll workers think it is. Because either is. way, you're, it's really dumb. Either That's way why you're I think, morally it. speaking, you should end the pay it forward chain. Right. I think if you get caught anyway. in that death spiral, I think you should be the one that breaks the chain. You should be the one that's brave enough to say, no, let's just all pay for our own shit. Right. Right. Especially because the toll over the bridge is the same. Yeah, it's uh, a flat everyone. fee, isn't it? Like two to five dollars. It's, like, it's like five bucks. Yeah. So, like, what difference does yeah. it make if you pay for yours or the guy behind you? Yeah. Yeah. Also, shouldn't the person doing the paying it forward thing want someone to end the buck, like end the thing? What if I just went to them with fifty bucks and was like, "Here, just let a hundred people through." Yeah. 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 Fifty bucks, let a hundred people through. Can I pay? Can I pay in bulk? Wait, five. Wait, did I do that math right? Five bucks times. No, wait. A hundred no, is said, 50. 100, 100, Yeah, a hundred. Fuck. Ah! <laughs> did I say okay? Whatever. Fuck you. Anyway, I just got out of work. You fuck. Anyway, uh, I finished the failsafe uh, hardcover that Batman arc. Uh, failsafe. It's good. The hardcover is like twenty five dollars. Six issue arc. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. Um, I like it. It's a good story. I like the writer Chip Zdarsky. Uh, I think he. I think he gets the character. I think he writes him well. Uh, he does some cool Batman shit. Does some shit that goes hard. Like he's stuck on the moon, has to get back to Earth. He just fucking flies through the atmosphere, grabs like a a, a jet thing, and he's like, "Yeah, if I if I push the button for this long, I can speed up to this velocity without passing out." Like I stopped pushing it and then I push it again. Oh, um, actually, now I got to decelerate. Do he does some uh, Kerbal I'm Space a- Program shit, honestly. Fuck you! I was gonna say that. Um, actually, I do that every day. No, in he, Kerbal Space he, program. he does Kerbal Space Program shit, but he's like raw dog in it. He just has like his space suit, which is barely a space <laughs> suit, 
and like a single rocket that he's holding on to. Yeah, that's dumb. Don't. I love that's, it. That's the equivalent of like it. running up to the president's motorcade. Yeah. <laughs> don't totally. Don't do that. Totally. Don't recommend that. Don't do it by eye. Make sure to have a navigation ball with you. God damn it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, some more news. Uh, I've talked about them before. Good channel. Uh, good, good coverage of the news. Uh, they did a video a couple weeks ago called protests don't need to be civil. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, it's about how like the, the idea of civility in protesting one is a very recent idea. Like before, like the American revolution, it was essentially a very violent protest, but we view it as a good thing. Actually active, uh, active, uh, it was an act of treason, treason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we look at it as a good thing. But nowadays, if someone so much as breaks a window at a target, then like suddenly like the whole protest is violent and actually they're, the ends don't justify the means, you no, know, and then actually um, they're, and they're protesting uh, like an actual killing. And the police response is to go in with like tear gas and like just brutalize Military these people equipment when they're doing at worst property damage. Right. Um, but yeah, also like the idea of civility gets hijacked by the institutions that are being protested against and they move the goalposts to the point that you can't do anything to protest them without being called like, you know, uncivil, the civil rights movement, like in the 1960s was viewed as uncivil. Like, like the, the media tried to make it out like they were a bunch of rioters, you know, they were just getting uppity over nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, and we see that uh today with modern protests and uh it's a good video it's a good breakdown of the history um good commentary it's just good i would say if you're gonna do a protest though please be civil um yeah you should be civil um but a lot of times they get violent uh because of counter protesters like if you're doing like an anti-nazi rally then the nazis show up and start cracking skulls and then somehow it's always the anti-Nazis people fault. Like it's, yeah. it's always their fault that it got to it's that like, point. Look, it's, it's almost like a, like a situation of look what you made me do. Right. Yeah. And like somehow that reflects on the movement. Like, oh, actually, yeah, we shouldn't liberate black people because, you know, a window was broken and also they were brutalized by Nazis. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds silly when you really break it down like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's all that I got for recommendations, unless you have any to add. Dude, this gummy is kicking in a little bit. Wait, did you eat a gummy? Yeah, earlier. Oh, nice. Um, I should should take one, too. Anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, I got nothing. I really... So So here's the deal. I've been doing nothing but working and sleeping for the past, like, week. Sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm beginning to understand the struggle of the proletariat. I'm really realizing my belt has, you know, two two purposes in life. Yeah. And death. Yeah. Autoerotic asphyxiation. That's is, sex. Uh, is but what you were uh technically masturbation, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the dude from Galaxy Quest likes that. And that's why he likes the tentacles. Ew. I imagine hey, it more as like a tentacle fuck. up the butt kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. That's how anyway, I imagine it for him. I got, anyway, I got nothing. Anyway, I think that's the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Thank What Did You Say. If you Thank liked you. it, then like it. If you subscribe, then subscribe. And if you comment, it better be nice. Nice comments only. Please don't hurt me. Okay? 
my my you ego can hurt is me, buried. Though. Yeah, hurt you Gavin. Can hurt, write hurt him me. a write him a nasty email. I'll give you his <laughs> mailing address and you can write him a letter. No, don't. They're I'll give you his mailing address that he also lives at. <laughs> he really love if you want if you're trying to think of present ideas, if you're trying to think of a gift for Gavin, he loves anthrax. <laughs> He also likes things that quickly and explosively increase in volume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he always has a vase ready in, in case someone wants to send him some anthrax. Right. And, you know, he's actually really into, like, kinky stuff. So, like, just break into his house and do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't care. Yeah, he's into, he's into CNC, so... <laughs> For the record... I'm not into that. Don't do any of that. I'm pretty. I'm sure surprised you know what that, that is. Sarcastic. I don't know what that is, but See, consensual non-consent. Oh, all right then. Did that? Did that just awaken something in you? Or I, I was like, huh? I, who would be into that? No, it's like a, a rape kink. Oh. A lot of people. Surprising number of people are into it. Yeah. No shame if that's what you're into. You know, like what I mean, you I like. I guess if it's consensual, I just don't. I, I don't know. It's just. You know, I think it's objectively, it, it is strange to the to the to the layman. Right. But anyway. Anyway. Like and subscribe, follow and stuff, and uh, you know, links in descriptions and all that. I do comedy. Uh, investigate that if you're interested. And uh, let's have a good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m. Our official business hours. Let's get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. Get out of here. Please get out of here, folks. <laughs> <laughs>